0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage
1: match limited by state law. Today on State of the World, Russia's battle with Western culture is no match for Barbie. Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories up close where they're happening. I'm Greg Dixon. As we enter a new year, we're looking back at some of our favorite stories from around the globe. Today, we have a surprising illustration of the tension between Russia and the West these days. With me to talk about it is NPR Moscow correspondent Charles Maines. Hey, Charles. Hello, my friend. So, 2023 had a lot of good Hollywood movies. Did you see Ant-Man? Nope. Did you see Mission Impossible? I missed it. Did you see Little Mermaid or Oppenheimer?
0: I did not, although I hear they're good.
1: Of course you didn't see them because why? Because Hollywood's not in Russia anymore, right?
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, after the invasion of Ukraine, Hollywood really packed up and left en masse. And so we've really seen this kind of dearth of Western pop culture uh, over the last year. And and personally, anyway, I can say I've missed most of it.
1: You say most, but there's one film... That you did see, which one was it?
0: (laughs) There is one. It was very pink. Uh, Barbie.
1: Barbie. So Barbie did play in Russia. Yeah,
0: you know, Barbie made its way into Russia by surreptitious means. um, and, And really the craze kind of spread across the country. And it's a story I looked into back in October.
1: Well, let's take a listen to that story now.
0: With the war in Ukraine still raging and Hollywood's boycott of Russia firmly in place, there's been a strange absence of Western pop culture in Russia of late. Blockbusters passed Russia by this summer, and Russians took notice. It's sad because we used to go to all the big premieres, says Zhenya, a 26-year-old logistics manager outside a Moscow theater. Which is why the arrival of Barbie, a very American film on Russian screens, has struck many as weird, at least unexpected, and yet not soon enough for some. We've been waiting from the very beginning, ever since the trailer came out, says Elisa, 25-year-old lawyer who attended a recent Moscow showing and, like all women at this theater, declined to provide her last name to an American reporter. Exactly how Barbie arrived in Russia is a story about the challenges of enforcing Western sanctions, and more broadly, boxing in culture, technology, even fun, and the geopolitical rifts over Ukraine. Barbie's Russian premiere came in, of all places, a rooftop in Siberia.
1: I decided to screen Barbie because a lot of companies left country and we didn't have these films in our movie theaters.
0: That's local promoter and current university student Vladimir Tikanenka in the city of Chumen. Tikhanenko says his copy of Barbie came bootlegged from a theater in neighboring Kazakhstan.
1: I found a good quality conversion of the film that was Filmed in the movie theater by camera,
0: Tikanienka says local young women in particular were eager to see director Greta Gerwig's feminist riff on Mattel's most famous doll, even as he, a self-professed film buff, held his nose.
1: I respect this director, but as a cinema, as a film, as a piece of art, I not really like this film. I think that these movies are for girls.
0: Barbie's wider Russia release soon followed.
1: Film <laughs>
0: A higher quality dub version, again a stolen digital copy, hit Russian movie chains with a wink and a nod. Despite no license to show the film, theaters went all in, with Barbie banners, pink popcorn, even a life-size Barbie doll box for selfies. (laughs) Polina, an escher at a Moscow theater, says tickets have been going fast. We debated, can we show the film? Are we not allowed? We decided to do it in the end because everyone was waiting for the movie, and ever since, there's been a stampede. Making this even stranger, Russian audiences are watching Barbie over the apparent objections of the Russian government. Russia's Ministry of Culture in particular called for the film to be banned over its feminist and gay-friendly messaging seen by officials and conservative lawmakers as anti-family and in potential violation of Russia's so-called anti-LGBT propaganda laws.
1: There's only an and
0: Culture Ministry officials in turn argue mm-hmm. Russians should be enjoying oh. Russian-made films, ones that reflect Russian values and tell stories that affect Russian lives. <inaudible> <inaudible> Films like Svidetil, or Witness, a fictionalized version of the start of the war in Ukraine. It portrays Kiev as a city overrun by modern-day fascists preparing an attack on the Russian homeland.
1: <inaudible>
0: it's, of course, Russian state propaganda. But that's not the problem, says conservative Russian film critic Ivan Didenko. What is, according to Didenko, the film is propaganda poorly served. This film should transmit to society our views on the current situation with Ukraine. And instead, it's a failure from beginning to end. Svydetl bombed at the box office, and rightly so, says Didenko, who calls the film a movie in search of an idea, with a bad cast and a bad script typical of the times. A middle battle with the West over Russian hearts and eyes, Tedenka says Hollywood is firmly in the lead. We're utterly losing on this front. To my great regret, the West still has an ability to get their ideas and values across using cultural means, which was demonstrated once again in the film Barbie. <laughs> At a recent pack showing in Moscow, Victoria, a 27-year-old photographer, says she found Barbie lived up to the hype.: This film has a universal message, she says. It's about problems with women in both our cultures, east and west. Behind us, teenage Russian boys played air hockey. The young women posed and took photos in a life-size pink mattel box liberated Russian Barbies in their not-so-Barbie world.
1: That is NPR's Charles Maynes reporting from Moscow, and he joins me here. Charles, I love that last line. Thank you very much.
0: I'm glad you enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> Seems like even the Kremlin can't stop the pull of Western culture. Do you have other examples of, of Russia today? What, what are other things the government would like to stop, but they sort of have to bow to the demands of the people?
0: I think that's what's so interesting about the Barbie story. I mean, it would seem that this film uh, would kind of crossed lines in terms of its gay-friendly environment, you know, in in terms of uh, just promoting Western values that the Kremlin sort of rails against almost daily uh, in Russia these days with the war in Ukraine. But what's interesting is you've seen actually Russia and the government uh, working to essentially keep a lot of Western brands or Western copycat brands, really, under new Russian ownership. So some, you know, well-known global brands like McDonald's, Starbucks, they all left. And now what we have are Russian copies. Uh, So it's Uh, Starbucks is now Stars Coffee Uh, McDonald's is called fkusny Tochka which means tasty and that's all KFC uh, uses the same kind of color scheme the red and the white but it's now called Rostix, and on and on so you have this kind of very familiar but sort of weird environment here where you know I have to admit you start to get used to it
1: huh wow interesting times for sure and uh, we'll see what 2024 has in store thank you so much Charles thank you That's the State of the World from NPR. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon.
0: Listen to Embedded for moments that stay with you. I could smell the smoke. I could smell the dust. Voices that resonate. (laughs) Stories that change the way you think about your life. How, How did we get here? The Embedded podcast is NPR's home for original documentary series.
1: Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Support for NPR and the following message come from Satva. Satva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit slash npr and save an additional $200. Okay, close your eyes for a second. Now imagine you're on your dream vacation. No work calls to answer, no text messages to respond to, just your suitcase and an opportunity. The
0: opportunity to just take yourself out of your routine and travel deeper. How to actually take that dream trip. That's on the Life Kit Podcast from NPR.